All right, here we are. It's the 24th of May, 2021. Getting ready to do the show. What did we do this weekend? Well, we had a good week at work. That was cool. It was, uh, you know, Chicago to downtown Chicago to Billings to St. Paul to Billings. Back, hit some hail. Only got about 11 seconds of video recorded. So I didn't get much of that. Uh, I didn't have the camera set up and I was only able to record a few seconds. I didn't want to hold on to the camera. It was getting pretty rough. Oh my God, was it loud? I wish I would have got it. That would have been a great video. Could have put it on the YouTube channel. Check out the YouTube channel if you get a chance. I just put up two more car videos. I'm doing the car videos because there's it's good practice for the truck ones. And also, you know, transportation and the whole bit, it goes hand in hand. But I'm really looking forward to some of these truck shows. I want to go to, I'm hoping to go to Iowa 80. I really want to go there and take some photos and do some vids and then do some recording, talk to some people. And I also want to go to the, maybe Matt's later on this year, if that happens. But I won't know. It depends on what my schedule is and, you know, when they're going to have it. Or maybe they won't even have it this year. It'll just be next year. We won't find out too much later in the year, so we'll keep that in mind. No matter what, I'll keep an eye out for that. As far as I know, the next big truck show is going to be the Iowa 80. And if you go to the, uh, oh, uh, you know, I run a Facebook page. I was trying to think of the dates. I can't think of the dates. But the Iowa 80, that's going to be over in, oh, God, of course I don't know. Why wouldn't I know? That's going to be over in uh, Walcott, Iowa. It's a great show. I've been there a few times, and it, it it's just absolutely fabulous. You know, it's nicely laid out, laid out, and, you know, I must admit, if you get a chance, go check out the museum. The museum over there is absolutely fantastic. You know, it, it's just, they got some really nice stuff over there. You know, I'm stalling here while I'm looking up the dates for the Iowa 80 show. You can tell that, right? Let's see, world's largest truck stop. Of course, it's the world's largest truck stop. They even got a dog wash there. You can wash your dog. How crazy is that? It's insane. Uh, Trucker's Jamboree, 21. Uh, here we go. The Iowa 80 Trucker's Jamboree for 2021 is going to be July 8th through the 10th. Okay, so that's July 8th through the 10th, 2021. All right. I recommend you get there early. So it's 45. They got a countdown here. 45 days, 47 minutes, and, and uh, five seconds. That's the, They got a countdown right here on the, on the website. I really like the show, but it's not, you know, it's uh, pretty big. Anyway, um, there's plenty of parking. You'll see. What did I see last time I was there? Uh, I went there with Doug. I saw um, antique trucks. Uh, a lot of vendors. Uh, they had a lot of food, of course. You know, the store is huge. It's really grown over the years. My preferred, uh, the thing I like the best about it is the antique trucks. I really like the antique trucks. And these guys, oh my gosh. You talk to some of these guys, they got these things set up so beautifully. It's unbelievable. So if you get a chance, go to the Iowa 80. It's well worth it. You know, if you're into big trucks. And that's going to be the next big show. I'm definitely going to be recording and videotaping. I'm going to get all the shots I can get from that one. Then I'll put it up on the YouTube channel. You can find all this stuff on the YouTube channel, the videos. It's uh, TWK, Trucking with Kingfish. Just go to YouTube, type in the same name as the podcast, and then you'll see the YouTube channel. It should pop right up. I was posting videos here on the podcast, but then I found out that a lot of the podcast players won't play the videos. 
And so it leaves this blank thing that nobody can play and it messes, you know, messes people up. So I decided not to do videos on here too much unless something crazy happens. That being said, uh, let's see if you want uh, three months of Amazon prime music for free, there's a link in the show notes after three months. If you have Amazon prime, I think it's seven, nine, nine a month. Just cancel before you get the three months. That's all you got to do. But you get three months for free. This week it was the Alley Rats uh, Spring Car Show to benefit the Mac Fund. It's I'm not sure exactly. It's like for kids or something. I'm not sure what it is. But I just went there and took photos. I didn't show the car. I didn't take the tea bucket this time. Maybe I will, though. Then I was going to go to Automation 2021, which is a huge car show in Wisconsin Dells. If you don't know what Wisconsin Dells is, it's a huge... I don't know what it is. It's like a 1950s throwback or something, big resort community. Well, anyway, over there, it was just ridiculous, the uh, the amount of people. I got there, got off the exit. It took me about half an hour to get half a block. I turned around and took off. I was like, Mess, you know, screw this. It's going to take me hours to get downtown, and I'm never going to get parking anyway, so I turned around and left. So I'll have to look at some YouTube videos and see what other people have posted. Automation 2021. So anyway... Um, that's all I got going on right now with that. Uh, more car shows, more videos. I'm trying to do at least a video every other week or so. So check out the videos on the YouTube channel and subscribe. We uh, we got a whopping 15 subscribers on the YouTube channel. You know, we got thousands here on this podcast, but we got like 15 on the YouTube channel. So go check it out. So, all right, I hear Jeremiah Craig calling. So let's get on with the show. Let's get on with the news. Here we go. that hammer down all across the nation checking cities off his list sharing stories of the road right here on his station you are listening to the kingfish yes you've tuned in to the kingfish radio network mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right well, here. This is interesting. Uh, I don't know if this is anything's going to come of it, but the artist rendering looks pretty neat. Uh, you know, we're all bitching about having to sit at the fuel island for more than, you know, you get these guys that sit at the fuel island for 30 minutes. Well, these things are going to sit at the fuel island uh, probably quite a bit longer than that. Let me tell you what that is. California is going to be home to the first electric-only megawatt e-truck stop. Yeah, I guess a startup company called Watt EV plans to build a 25-megawatt electric solar-powered truck stop in Bakersfield. I'm not sure where. But it's, it's the, the site will be open to the public, but Watt EV also plans to use the charging stations for its own fleet of vehicles. Located at major highway intersection, probably the 58 and the and the uh, five is what I'm guessing. Somewhere in that area. Uh, my uncle drives out there. Maybe we can get him to stop in and check it out. Stargazer, you hear that? Anyway, the 110-acre site sits on the southern end of California, San Joaquin Valley. And is located... See, that's how you can tell he grew up in L.A. San Joaquin. Somebody would say... I don't even know what they'd say, but it's San Joaquin Valley. And it's located near the Amazon and Walmart Logistics Fulfillment Centers. 
so that's what the Wadi V press release said. It says here, the Wadi V electric truck stop will start off with a 4 megawatt capacity, eventually growing to 25 megawatts, feeding more than 40 charging stalls. That doesn't really seem like a lot, 40. Now, Wadi V has already reserved 50 Tesla semis and plans to place more orders with other manufacturers with plans on putting 12,000 heavy-duty battery electric trucks on California roads within the next decade. So they're probably going to build more of these places. So it's going to be interesting. I don't know how that's going to work, but 40 charging areas doesn't seem like a lot. I'm sure they'll expand it. But then again, I don't know how long it takes to charge the battery in one of these things. And I guess the key thing, well, those are the two big questions I would have to ask. How long does it take to charge one of these things? And two, you know, how far can it go? How far can it drive? What's the capacity? Running the air conditioner, does that decrease the driving distance? Or is that just not a big deal? I don't know. These are little things I would want to know. So anyway, enough of that. That's that's what's going on. EV trucks. Uh, self-propelled trucks, EV trucks, driver shortage. You know, it seems to be a recurring thing with a lot of this stuff. All right, let's get moving on. All right, here we go. This one's kind of interesting. We're, we're talking here about the bridge collapse. Or not the, I'm sorry, not the bridge collapse. Hopefully it won't collapse, but the big crack. I mean, this, this crack is huge. Yeah, I don't know how it affects the, the bridge structurally, but they shut the thing down and it's a major inner, you know, bridge. But anyway, it sounds like earlier an inspector uh, who had inspected it but missed the crack earlier was fired May 17th. Now, what they're saying is drone footage showed the crack was present both in May of 2019 and in 2020. So it sounds like they inspect this thing every May. That doesn't seem like a lot. Maybe they inspect it more, but that's when they have it on drone footage. But was not noted in reports by the inspector. Why wouldn't why wouldn't you write that on the report? You know, that doesn't that seems kind of silly. Footage from the drone was recorded by a consultant inspecting the bridge cables and was released on Monday. So the guy doing the cables saw it, but the guy who you know the other guy who I wonder if the same one who reported it this time was the same guy is then but anyway he uh they fired that guy and hopefully they'll get things going now the cost of uh closing this bridge they expect is costing the trucking industry 2.4 million dollars a day I actually thought it would have been more now according to the american transportation research institute the cost of operating a semi-truck is around 71 dollars and 78 cents an hour or a dollar 20 minute what if that counts for the driver too because of the I-40 bridge closure and, and uh, uh, the, you know, the increase in traffic along the remaining alternate routes. So I guess it's, uh, you know, it's really screwed everything up. Let's see. Using GPS data, we can discern that a previous eight-minute drive is now averaging 84 minutes. Yeah, that, that's, that adds up. This is an additional transit time is $1.20 a minute for 26,500 trucks. is costing the industry more than $2.4 million each day that the bridge is closed. Wow. So currently, the main reroute for traffic looking to use the I-40 bridge is the Interstate 55 Memphis and Arkansas Bridge, a 71-year-old bridge that is is you know considerably older than the 48-year-old I-40 bridge. As of Tuesday, May 18th, there's no official timeline for the reopening of the bridge, and I guess it's going to take a while to get this thing fixed. So it's it's a pretty big bridge, pretty beautiful bridge. Been across it many times. Uh, just just kind of shocked that this would happen. But that's, you know, we got to get that infrastructure fixed, right? All right, let's get moving on. 
Well, you hear about autonomous vehicles taking over and wanting to run the world, right? And these Teslas are self-driving, I guess, to a certain degree. Obviously, I've never drove, driven one, so I don't know. But, you know, the uh, <laughs> this is funny. A motorist says that his Tesla car was in autopilot mode when it crashed into a police SUV in Washington on May 15th. Yeah, it looks like he hit the driver's side front end, whacked the whole front end. Oh, my God. According to the Herald Net News, the deputy was responding to a separate crash on the 103rd uh, Avenue Northeast, and the patrol SUV was parked on the shoulder with its lights on when the Tesla struck the uh, SUV. The crash caused significant damage to the patrol car, but luckily the officer was outside the car. Although the driver assist mode is called autopilot, yeah, it's a great name. Tesla states that before enabling autopilot, the driver first needs to agree to keep their hands on the wheel at all time and to maintain control and responsibility for their vehicles. Yeah, how many YouTube videos have you seen where some idiot's going down a road and he's asleep and his car is just driving to work or whatever, which is, you know, probably one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. You know, these things are not perfected. Who the hell would do that? Uh, unbelievable. So anyway, the Washington State Patrol also pointed out that even when the car is on autopilot, the motorist is still required to be paying attention to the road and ready for hazards. Well, yeah, because if he was paying attention, he wouldn't have crashed into the cop car. You know, if whoever, you know, who's that stupid or that lazy that they would do that? I wonder what this guy is doing. Was he sleeping? You know, unbelievable. So anyway, they're, they're, uh, these things, they're crashing into stop vehicles on the road. Uh, this is what the cops are saying. And we're seeing it with police vehicles. We're seeing it with fire trucks, ambulances. There was even a turned over semi-truck the other day in California that resulted in a death. Uh, when 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 Tesla calls it autopilot, when Tesla calls it full self-driving, that convinces people that it's something that it isn't. Yeah, I have to agree with that. You know, maybe they can call it driver assist or something, but I don't know. Or maybe they should just get out of it and expect people to be adults and learn how to drive their cars. I mean, it's not like they even have to shift anymore. You know, all they got to do is steer the damn thing and hit the gas pedal. And even then, they got the cruise control. So I don't know. I just think it's... Uh, you know, these people are asking for trouble, you know. You know, I, I just, I don't know. People are stupid. You know, drive your own cars. Don't expect your cars to be driven. You know, drive themselves for you. Maybe you'll live. All right? Maybe. I wonder how many drunks got home because their car drove them home. Unbelievable. All right, let's keep moving on. All right, this might turn out to be something good. Maybe it'll be something bad. I'm not sure. But two U.S. senators have introduced a bill that would analyze the changes in the highway for the first time in almost a quarter of a century. The Highway Cost Allocation Study Act of 2021 was introduced by Senators Cynthia Loomis, Republican Wyoming, and Mark Kelly, Democrat, Arizona. Well, you know, it's not a, it's a Republican and a Democrat, so that's good. It's bipartisan. You know, maybe there'd be no major politics in this thing. Anyway, the highway, the Federal Highway Administration has previously conducted similar highway cost allocation studies, but that last one was done in 1997. And then hopefully they'll, you know, with the information they'll get, they'll figure out a way to better spend our, our tax dollars and improve our roads because our roads are crap right now. So it's, uh, that's cool. We like that. Of course, I wonder how much the study costs. You know what? Here's a study. Just fill the damn potholes. All right, fill the hot potholes and give us some more rest areas. Yeah, be that's that's study that. Okay, <laughs> that's all we really need. All right, let's get moving on. 
All right. A lot of these stories I'm getting from CDL Life, so keep that in mind. You know, if you go to check out their stuff, they're pretty good. They're not paying me or nothing. I just figured I'd throw that out there since I'm stealing these stories from them. And uh, they do a pretty good job. The writers over there are fantastic. So just go check them out. That's my suggestion. So anyway, on Wednesday, the commercial, but I'm not going to say every single time it's an article. Just assume quite a few of them come from there and be done with it. All right. So anyway, this is another CDL Life story. This year's CVSA Break Safety Week will take place between August 22nd through the 28th. The area of special emphasis for this year is on hoses and tubing. So you hear that? Between the 22nd and the 28th of August, it's going to be hosing and tubing. So keep that in mind. Probably they'll, they'll work on like lead hands on down and, you know, run underneath the trailer and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's just something to check on. Now, the CVSA uh, shared key statistics on brake violations. Brake systems and brake adjustment violations accounted for more vehicle violations than any other vehicle violation category, accounting for 38.6% of all vehicle out-of-service conditions during last year's three-day international road check inspection. All right, the brake system was the third most cited vehicle-related factor in fatal commercial vehicle and passenger vehicle crashes. I had my brakes fail on me once going down. Uh, I was going into, oh, was it Wham Center? I was going into Wham Center. Was it Wham Center? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Anyway, I was pulling in there and the brakes failed going down the on-ramp. Scared the crap out of me. And uh, I had checked everything out. Everything was fine. Just the compressor went bad. And for some reason, it wasn't showing the proper air in there. It showed that I was had full air, but I didn't. I went to go hit the brakes. My foot went straight to the floor. Oh, my God. I just barely survived that one. Well, I probably would have just got banged up. So anyway, during last year's Brake Safety Week, 12% of the 43,565 commercial vehicles inspected were placed out of service. That's 12%, right? It's a little more than 1 out of 10, so keep that in mind. All right, so I don't know. Now the next major, that's August, all right, from the 22nd to the 28th. But the next major CVSA enforcement effort on the calendar is Operation Safe Driver Week, which is scheduled for 11th through the 17th. During Operation Safe Driver Week, law enforcement agencies across North America engage in heightened traffic safety. So they'll be out, you know, looking for seatbelts, you know, speeding, stuff like that. So just keep that one in mind, okay? So we got some inspections coming up. Keep that in mind. Let's move on. Well, if you're in Detroit, be on the lookout in Detroit, Michigan. Apparently on May 18th at 7 p.m. on the 696, a driver came under fire from a car. Now, the driver called the cops, and he gave the you know, make and model and the plate number of the suspected shooter's vehicle. Now, the troopers say that the truck driver was not able to provide information on what led up to the shooting. So it was a random thing, okay? The troopers contacted the owner of the car described by the truck driver, the car driver admitted to being in the area at the time of the shooting but says he didn't shoot at the truck. The shooting still remains under investigation. So maybe he got the wrong car. I don't know who what happened. All I'm saying is that if you're up in Detroit, you're up at the 696, just keep your eyes open, okay? Because maybe the guy got the wrong car, and maybe it's, you know, there's something going on up there, and somebody's playing games, all right? So just keep that in mind if you're up in that area. All right, let's get moving on. All right, I think this is a good thing for the most part. But, you know, time will tell. Anyway, a group of Republican senators recently introduced concealed carry legislation that would make it simpler for drivers to defend themselves out on the road. 
So on April 29th, 2021, U.S. Senators John Cornyn, I don't know this guy's name, Bill Haggerty and Chuck Grassley, and Jim Inhofe, I think that's how you say his name, anyway, introduced the Constitutional Concealed Carry Recipitor, oh God, Recipitor, Recipitor, the act, okay, I can't say the word, Recipitor, R-E-C-I-P-O-R-O-C-I-T, Recipitory, Recipity, shit. All right, anyway, or I should have just said this, or S1522, which would allow, they hear that S1522, which would, you know, so just type in uh, Constitutional Act uh, S1522, which would allow individuals with concealed carry privileges in their home state to exercise those rights in any other state with concealed carry laws while still abiding by that state's laws. So basically what it means is, if you get a concealed carry permit in your state and this law passes, you'll be able to, you know, the, the other states will honor your concealed carry. And then if it's a truck driver, you can keep, you know, keep one on you and you can go across the country. Now, depending on what people are doing, it might not be a bad idea if you're right. You know, you got expensive stuff or maybe you're doing cigarettes or something. You know, there might be a reason for that. Uh, for the most part, I think if you're going to carry, here's what I'm saying. I believe in the right. I believe in the second amendment strongly. And I believe in the right to defend yourself. But if you're going to carry a gun, if you're going to use a gun, go get proper training. Learn how to use the gun. If you don't go to the, you know, a class or you don't have a friend teach you, like I have a good friend. He lives in uh, not too far from me. He's, you know, he's he knows more about firearms than anybody I know. And I wouldn't do anything without talking to him because he's an expert. And if I want to learn how to do something or take something apart or shoot something or clean something. I'm not going to do anything and go until I go talk to my friend. All right. Now my friend, my buddy, he, he knows everything about this stuff. Why would I want to reinvent the wheel? I got an expert that I can go to, right? Who's going to make sure that I know everything I need to know. Or if I didn't have that, I would go to a class. So if you're going to get a firearm, you're going to get the concealed carry. Make sure you learn how to use your weapon. And remember it's a tool. Okay. It's a tool and it's only useful if you know how to use it. All right, a hammer doesn't work for everything, okay? That's all I'm saying. Learn how to use the tool. So anyway, that's going to be happening. It's a congressional act. Look it up, uh, S1522. Something to keep in mind. All right, let's get moving on. Okay, earlier this week, maybe you've seen it on YouTube or Facebook. There's a video of a tire just rolling down a road and a car hits the tire and flips over. Very dramatic flipping and lands you know, on the ground. Apparently the driver of the car didn't get hurt. He got banged up a little bit. So there was that, right? So somebody lost the semi-truck tire. Then over on May 20th in Callaway County in Missouri, right? The other one was on I-80 and near Gary. According to ABC 17 News, the semi-truck driven by 29-year-old Ronald Spencer lost a tire on eastbound Interstate 70 near exit 137, which struck another tractor trailer. Both rigs then went off to the left side of the road and hit a cable fence along the medium. The second driver, driven by 53-year-old Larry Chalsberg, then overturned. Chalsberg suffered minor injuries, but no other injuries have been reported. The the incident has been cleared since. But here's what I'm saying. Check your lug nuts, man. I mean, go out there, take a look at them, inspect that stuff, look for cracks in your rims, you know, whatever may cause these things. That's two incidents we've had like this in less than a week. And you know this stuff happens. It's just it's not dramatic or the tire flies off the road and nobody gets hurt. But in this case, people did get hurt. So 
you know, check your stuff because you don't want to be part of this. A few years back over here in Milwaukee, an emergency room doctor was, you know, he's, he's the head of surgery in the emergency room. Anyway, he was on his way home and a truck going the other way. He was, you know, this, and I'm not sure where the guy was going. But anyway, truck going the other way, lost his tandems, you know, lost his tire. Flew across the interstate, bounced over one car, and then just took out this car, just smashed it with this emergency room doctor. And then, you know, caused a lot of damage. These tires are heavy. Anyway, the tire, this is like five or six years ago. Anyway, the uh, ambulance came, picked up the guy, took him to the hospital. They took him to the emergency room. He did emergency surgery, and they took him back to the hospital that he had just left. He just got off work. So his colleagues, the people who worked underneath him, had to, you know, who he had just said goodbye to, were, were you know, fighting to save his life. Things like that can happen in an instant. What if it's your family member? So check your tires, man. That's all I'm saying. Just check your tires. All right? It's, it's you know, peace of mind. Do you know what I'm saying? Just check your shit. All right, let's get moving on. All right, one quick note. This is my little advertisement. But I do use this thing. I use this thing called the Hot Logic. All right? If you look in the show notes, you'll see the link to it. And if you use the coupon code, you'll get like, I don't know, it's like 5 or 10% off or something. Go check it out. Anyway, I use this thing, and I love it. Now, keep in mind, it's going to take forever to heat anything up, but it cooks it thoroughly, and it's, you know, it's just perfect. So what I do is I get up, I throw in a cook into the hot logic, I let it heat up, and then whenever I'm ready to eat, I can eat. It doesn't overcook anything. The nice thing I like about the hot logic is the fact that it's small, it's easy to clean, and you know, it's easy to deal with. Now, considering how fragile 12 volt things are, I just got the 110 version. I plug it into an inverter and it works out great for me. So, anyway, check out the Hot Logic. It's actually something I use and I think it's a fantastic product. Now, some people use it to cook raw foods. I don't do that. I just reheat stuff. So, if anybody's ever used one to cook raw foods or got any recipes, give me a call at 414 666 1926. Tell me your experiences with it and let me know what you think. All right, and remember, there's a link in the show notes and a coupon code. So check it out. Hot logic. All right, let's get moving on. Well, it looks like the Fed's got a new study going down. The Feds are going to study the use of cameras instead of traditional rearview mirrors for truckers and motorists. I've seen it at least twice going down a road, these guys, that they don't have these, you know, they don't have any mirrors. they got these camera systems. There's a few reasons why I personally don't like them. First off, mirrors don't take electricity and they're easy to use. So if you get a short or something, mirrors are easily, uh, you know, you, you turn the mirror heater on it, it cleans the mirrors off. Two, uh, they're easily replaced. Boom, pop it off, pop it back in, big deal. Big thing, mirrors stick out farther than the rest of the truck. So when there's ice or snow accumulating, you, know, you can see it. That's one big thing I like about mirrors. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of mirrors, okay? So I don't know. Maybe I would get used to it, I don't know, but... Uh, as of right now, I just don't see it. But then again, you know, am I being a Luddite? I don't know. I really don't. You know, I just don't know. Anyway, let's get moving on. Mirrors, a thing of the past, maybe. Soon, we'll see what happens. Well, this is a bizarre story. A TikTok user, I don't even know why I'm talking about this. It's so stupid. But a TikTok user, this woman, she's uh, upset the drivers aren't hitting the air horn when she, you know, pumps her arm, gives the fist pump. Well, you know, TikToker, she's got like 250,000 views on this thing, and I guess people are agreeing with her. But let me explain to you something. A lot of us are sleeper truck drivers. 
And if I hit the air horn while I'm going down the road, I'm going to wake up my co-driver. And crazy me, I want my co-driver to get good sleep. So you can pump your horn all day long, or your hand all day long. I'm not hitting the air horn, okay, when my co-driver's sleeping. Now, if he's not sleeping, man, I don't get a problem with it. But as long as my co-driver's sleeping, that air horn's not getting pulled. And that's why I don't pull the air horn. And that's why a lot of us don't pull the air horn, because our co-drivers sleeping mean more to us than, you know, than some kind of weird fantasy you have about driving, I guess. I don't know. All right, you want to pump the air horn? Go get a CDL. <laughs> okay, that's what you should do. All right, let's get moving on. All right, it looks like there's another 4 million mile driver in the world. This one's, uh, what are they called now? Yellow? Where is he freight? Hell, I don't even know what they call themselves anymore. Anyway, Don Cook, 4 million, mile, four million miles accident-free. Uh, YRC Freight Hall of Fame. See, that's what it says for YRC Freight Hall of Fame. Are they yellow or oh, YRC? I'm not even sure anymore. So anyway, uh, the last time we saw trucker Don Cook, his career odometer had just rolled over to 3 million miles. He hadn't had an accident in all that time, and his company, YRC Freight, Gave him a truck cab with his name on it and a leather jacket with a patch reading 3 million safe miles. That was nine years ago. Cook was 70 then. 70 years old. 79 now. All right. Still driving. Roy Lincoln. Just when I was, uh, I knew, I know Roy Lincoln. He was a YRC driver. He got 5 million miles. 5 million miles. Just recently retired. I didn't think that man was ever going to retire. The guy that was number two on the seniority list was waiting. Forever, this guy was on. This guy was on that seniority list before I was even born, so it was pretty funny. So good for you, Don Cook. You know, way to way to go. I wonder what terminal it says he's at. Oh, Allentown, Pennsylvania. So he's out of Pennsylvania. That's a lot of driving. That's pretty awesome. Congratulations. Now, keep in mind when I say that, what I'm saying is this man drove up and down the interstate for four million miles for years and never got into an accident which basically means he probably drove around you or your family or somebody you know at least one time or another and that's the kind of stuff we want we want more of that stuff in our industry that's what we should be holding uh, high and we should be proud about all right so let's get moving on all right this is a beauty we just talked about a four million mile driver and now i'm looking at a photo of a fire hydrant shooting i don't know a couple hundred feet up in the air so here's what happened a hit-and-run trucker, hit-and-run, of course, takes out a hydrant, knocks out a power and trolley service down in San Diego. So uh, a, a big hit-and-run uh, rig floods the streets, shutting down power, escaping a uh, family, burning home, and police make a surprise discovery after a highway crash. All the latest overnight in San Diego news. All right. What a night, right? What a night in San Diego. All right. Uh, you know, a hit-and-run a family escaping their burning home and uh, discovery after a highway crash, right? I wonder if Discover is the, you know, the uh, the fire hydrant getting whacked out. So when they lost the the power, it killed the, the trolley service down there in San Diego. So if anybody knows more about that, let me know. What a night. I mean, how do you run away from something like that? You know, it's like, a, I don't know, like a beacon, a water flying straight up in the air. Anyway, that's all they said. They didn't give any more details in the news story, so... Maybe we'll hear more about it later. Keep Stay tuned. All right, let's get moving on. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, it looks like June 25th, right? It's not a paid ad. I just saw this. 
June, June 25th, Liam Neeson is coming out with a Netflix movie, The Ice Road. All right, it's it's about delivering. There's a there's a cave in, and he's got to get there, and you know it's I don't know it's uh it's looking pretty trippy. But I was watching the trailer, and uh, if the trailer's half as good as the movie's gonna be. Uh, maybe I'll uh I'll have to check it out. I don't know. It's uh pretty intense. If you get a chance, go check out the trailer for this movie called The Ice Road. I think I'm gonna add it to my Netflix selection just to see. What, you know, if it's any good or not. I love trucking movies, but... All right, June 25th, Liam Neeson driving a truck. I could see it. All right, let's get moving on. All right, once again, the unsung heroes over in India right now are the truck drivers. These guys are kicking ass, working overtime, and delivering. Now, they got trains set up just to deliver oxygen, okay, because of the COVID. And they also got these, you know, bigger trucks and smaller trucks delivering these cylinders to the hospitals. Without these guys... Things would be much, much worse than what's going on right now, okay? All I can say is the Indian truck drivers, you guys are awesome. You're kicking ass. And I can't imagine a more patriotic group of people. Once again, the truck drivers are making things happen. Whether it's here in America or it's in India or Russia or China or wherever, these are the guys on the ground busting ass to make sure the shit gets there on time so that people can survive. These Indian guys are kicking ass, okay? I'm sure these are stuffs going on all over the world, but these guys are really in a hot spot right now, and they got shit going down. So my hats off to you, Indian drivers. I've been seeing a lot of reports of these guys, and I just think what they're doing is just you know just fantastic. And I really just you know I wish I could do more. I know over here in the U.S. we've done the oxygen regenerators. I think it was UPS that did that, and we've done some other things to help out, but it's just not the same. So. Good for you, India. And, uh, you know, I mean, you got your problems going on, but good for you, the Indian truck drivers. You guys are kicking ass, all right? You know, I I, uh, I applaud you guys, and, I, and you just, I don't know, I can't say enough about good enough about you guys. I just think it's amazing, you know, how you guys are stepping up to the plate and how many lives are being saved because of the Indian truck drivers. You know, the doctors are doing their part, but the unknown heroes of these drivers who will never be thanked will never see the people they saved, but they do it anyway because that's what they do. So awesome job, guys. Just awesome. You know, I, I, I don't know. I can't say enough good about you guys. All right, let's get moving on. All right, here's an interesting article. Uh, I think this is kind of funny. Uh, what, tr what Hollywood gets wrong about truck drivers is probably because of this new Netflix movie. You know, we're uh, stereotyped as a certain group of people. We're all flannel-wearing, arm-wrestling, uh, you know, uh, idiots who speak in a secret language, right? Yeah, some of us are. But anyway, the stunts that are pulled with trucks on TV and the movies aren't real. You know, most of the things they do with the, you know, the, you, you, could, you could get away with once in a while. But most of that stuff you could never get away with. All right? Like the way they slide out the trucks and stuff like that. Yeah, good luck keeping that under control. So that's that's number five. Number four is most truck drivers dress rather nicely. Yeah, it's um, I've seen some people that you know that dress uh, bad, but I've also seen truck drivers that dress up in suits. So it ranges, you know. It's, it's there's you know in all levels in between. Number three, the secret language of trucking isn't too hard to figure out. Well, we really really don't have that secret language. 
If you were to talk crazy CB talk from the 70s or the stereotypical CB talk from the 70s, most of us wouldn't know what you were talking about or would look at you like you were crazy. It'd be like, uh, you know, like, you know, talking chive, going down to a, uh, like, inner city neighborhood and start talking chive. Everybody just look at you crazy because nobody really talks that way. All right. Uh, number two, not all truck drivers are big, burly men that are into arm wrestling. Oh, of course, you know. We all love uh, arm wrestling, and we all love pancakes, right? We all want to uh, eat pancakes and arm wrestle. That's our thing. And uh, smoke cigarettes at the counter and uh, yell at waitresses. No, we don't do that. Most of us don't do that. <laughs> uh, I haven't arm wrestled in probably 30 years. And as for, uh, you know, uh, being big, no, I'm only five foot nine. So, no, I wear a lot of jackets during the winter. Maybe that's what they're getting, the big burly thing. And then it says, number one, truck drivers do follow the laws of the road. So in the movies, they try to make us out look like outlaws and, you know, whatever. But the, the easiest way to stay, you know, profitable is to, uh, you know, stay within the law and don't get any tickets. So I think this uh, article gets it pretty right, you know, in a lot of ways. I'm sure they could add a few things if they really wanted to, but I'm, uh, I'm okay with that. All right, let's get moving on. It's kind of goofy. You know, there's always a top five or top ten list somewhere, right? All right, last but not least, unless there's something that came in, I'll check. But anyway, um, uh, let's see here. Da, da, da. Uh, Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones was honored as Wisconsin's 2020 Driver of the Year. I live in Wisconsin, so that's uh, Wisconsin. The cheese, brats, Packers. Even though I'm not a Packer fan. Shh, don't tell anybody, though. Don't tell anybody. They get weird about that up here. So, anyway, the Wisconsin trucking industry paid tribute to 12 truck drivers, including Alan Jones of Whitewater, who was honored by the Wisconsin Motor Carriers Association. The event took place at the Wilderness Resort in Wisconsin Dells. I was just there the other day. It's a beautiful place. Uh, the YMCA Annual Safety Awards Banquet held April 17th all selected one driver of the month as the 2020 uh, Driver of the Year. Alan Jones, a veteran driver for Martin Brower, was honored as Driver of the Year at this year's event. As driver of the year, Jones received a commemorative jacket, a belt buckle, personalized state of Wisconsin license plate. Oh, that'd be cool. And a special uh, proclamation from uh, Governor Tony Evers. So, and there's you know, a bunch of other political hoo-ha in there. But that's pretty cool. So, driver of the year. Let's see what just came in. Asus Web Storage? No, we don't need that. Uh, nope. Uh, trucking Google Alerts? Yeah, more autonomous vehicle crap. No, nothing. That's it. That's all we got for this week. So let's see here. Hold on a second. All right. Nope. That's it. In fact, let's throw in the rock and roll music. You know, the one that says, This is the end. And yes, there it is. All right. There we go. Now, here's what I got to say. Get over for autonomous, not autonomous, get over for cops, tow trucks, people on a shoulder, stranded, uh, check your windshield wipers, make sure they're up to snuff, it starts to rain, you're, you know, you want to make sure you can see, uh, feel that windshield washer fluid up, that's a good thing to have. What else is going on? Check the show notes for the uh, coupon code for the Hot Logic. check it out, even if you don't buy one, check it out, I think it's pretty cool. You know, I don't care where you get it from, but it's a good product. And 
Oh, the Amazon three months. You get Amazon three months for free if you use that coupon code in there. So go sign up, check it out after that. But just remember, if you don't want to quit before three months is up, then you won't have to pay a dime. Okay. That's all we got for this week. Next week, what's going on? I don't know. Maybe we'll do another car show. Hopefully we'll start seeing some truck shows here pretty soon. Uh, that's what I'd like to see. Things are getting back to normal. That's good. Whatever normal is. So check out the videos on the YouTube channel. It's TWK, yeah, TWK Trucking with Kingfish. The same name as the podcast. Go check it out. Maybe you'll find something you like. I work pretty hard on those videos, and I think you'll like them. Uh, they're only like two, three minutes long. They're not very long. Subscribe to the channel. Check it out. I don't post a lot of stuff there. Once every two, three weeks. It's kind of inconsistent. Depends on my schedule. All right. That's all I got going on. I got to pack my bags and get ready for work. I hope you guys have a great weekend. I'll be back next week. I got to gotta run to make. I got to go to Billings, Montana. And uh, hopefully we'll... Actually, hopefully we'll get some hail so I can record it. I should have recorded it this time. All right. Have a beautiful day. Stay out of trouble. Kingfish out. <laughs>